0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 59 of the American Football Cast, the uh, podcast that is not taken down by coronavirus.
1: Yet. Yet
0: although, although interestingly, the, the the world being that it is, and the fact that the NFL season has ground completely to a halt, uh, will be interesting to see how much material appears over the over the weeks and months. You know, we may have to have a small or over the next half hour. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> I do my usual level of. Uh, it depends. the 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 conversations where there's only the two of us, they tend to be the longer ones. We're trying not to be so ridiculously long now <laughs> there is going to be no one and a half hour opuses ever again there's a game over there's rough times in place and we're sticking to it and it'll be a case of well if there's material we haven't got through that'll just be getting canned simple as that
1: <laughs> so yeah like and- that's happened any other week
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah well never mind um, so, as you will have heard by now, there is only one other voice on the line tonight, um, such as the way it will be at all, the get all, getting all three of us together obviously doesn't happen in person anymore, which is fair enough, um, and then trying to fit schedules around is going to be nice and problematic for a while. So, you may find this more often than not, there's only two out of the three of us, um, is what it is. So, uh, it's myself and Andrew Bletherin this week. Um, so, a couple of things to chat about I thought first let's have a wee cheeky look ahead to the draft because we've got that coming up in a couple of weeks yeah um, and then we'll go through um a, a potential trade of picks and players that's been floating around for a while and then in a wee blether chat about uh, Andy Dalton Cam Newton and what teams may or may not uh, be in the hunt for them in the immediate future so to the draft. So the first thing that was quite interesting was a lot of rumours flying around this week that the Bengals wouldn't go for a quarterback and would potentially go with Chase Young, who is potentially the absolute guaranteed first. Pe- he should be the first person off the board, no questions asked. But we always know that the quarterback position gets a bit overvalued, and it will be many a year where the best player goes third, fourth, fifth, sixth, etc. Yeah. Um. Andrew, thoughts on that rumour?
1: this came off the back of Cynthia Freeland's mock draft uh, with the NFL Network um, where she did her stats-based mock draft and what it said was that for the Bengals to have the best chance to do anything in 2020 what they should do is draft Chase Young with the number one pick and sign Cam Newton in free agency Um, but her model only accounts for 2020 not whether that's going to lead you with long-term success on the back of it um i don't think it's something they will do i don't think it's something they should do i think they should take borrow with number one as is widely expected um yeah i
0: yeah i think there was a bit, quite a few rumblings that um that Burrow me, and I know this is, this is very. I'm very heavily emphasizing the may, hold out and not go with the Bengals. You know, if you didn't feel it was the situation that sits. Me personally, I don't. I I don't genuinely don't believe that quarterbacks will do that now. I think that's something that used to happen, and obviously Eli Manning uh, with the Chargers and Giants is the the most yeah. recent example of that. Um, and, and we're talking that's what 15 years ago now. Uh, I, so I, and I think I think players more are a bit that, more think, but professional. it yeah, no. was that? Two thousand and five season was that? Or, was that them? I think they were the classed two thousand and five. Um, right. But I I don't I think players are a bit too professional. I think everything around them, the system, the setup, the agents or the agencies that support them, they're all in the. I don't think any of them won't want to have this kind of oh I won't play with you type persona. I don't think it really exists anymore. But I did think that was interesting that I, yet again, because uh, it's floated around once or twice. I think with the Browns, the Browns being in the quarterback hunt for several years in the trot, there was always rumblings that whoever was in line to sign for them, and I can't remember because we're going back several years now, may not actually go with them and may stamp their feet and disappear off elsewhere. As we've seen, it's never happened, not in a long, long time now, and I don't yeah. think it will. So, but they've obviously Bengals have been really good at loading up quite heavily in free agency couple of offensive line players um which will really help Burrow go in there so it's not a bad situation for him to go into um so unlikely but it's funny how that just keeps going around. So you've got this whole thing is are they just are they leaking that stuff out because they want people to you know potentially mortgage the house for the first overall pick and they'll see what they've got. Maybe they've got more than one guy. Maybe it isn't Burrow you know there's that whole, whole the game playing nonsense that we get in in april that that's always funny every year yeah it's
1: this time of year is always it's really hard to tell what headline you're reading is right because obviously this is the quiet time when you're you're done with free agency and you're looking ahead to the draft but you've got maybe a two or three week period where everything goes really quiet and so the guys that work at nfl network and all these other places They're putting out clickbait just to try and get you to to read Get me every time. (laughs) Of course they are. What's that? Oh, man. Just because it's clickbait doesn't mean that it's not great fun to to think about these. What if this happens? What if that happens? Um,
0: Well, it's happened in pretty recent memory. And this is the other thing, because... Now, my memory is a bit easy on this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this. When... Uh, Cleveland took Miles Garrett first overall. There was yep. a lot of thought that they would take their quarterback that year that they needed, um, but they didn't. They stuck and they went with who was the best player on the in the draft at that time. So yep. there is potential that the Bengals could do that as well.
1: Yep. there is. So um, we'll wait and see. So what you're saying is they're going to take Chase Young, and then was it after the the Browns had taken Garrett that they then went 0 sixteen? Uh, it was the season I, after.
0: Yes, they got him with the one in fifteen season and then he followed up with a zero in sixteen. Yes,
1: but I don't yes. think was particularly healthy that season. I think he maybe only played about half of it. So what we're saying is that the Bengals are gonna take Chase Young and then not win this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> next year in who? So they're gonna tank for Trev.
1: we're calling it now we're calling it now (laughs) so are Um, are they going to attack for trev or are the patriots going to attack for trev
0: well yeah that's i see that's the other one that's really interesting because obviously we spent quite a lot of time chatting about brady moving last time which made sense because that was the biggest offseason move for a lot of people um and then it left them in this quandary. And then everyone was sitting there going, right, who are they going to pick up? They're going to get someone. What are they going to do? Um, they picked up Brian Hoyer, which is an old, you know, Patriots backup that's played for them in the past in relief and helped out. Yeah, I think they like the, the rookie they had from the fourth round last year. I, mean, I don't even remember his name. This is, this is how terrible my memory is at the minute. Yeah, Daniels. I can't remember his name either that but but yeah so they've got this rookie that apparently they're okay with but no one really knows who he is unless you're a Patriots fan um or good old Brian Hoyer to me that's just a recipe for going yeah do you know what we'll just take a season off um a certain team in Indianapolis did this but with amazing luck um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, pardon the Fuck. pardon. I didn't even oh, I <laughs> I was say by having uh, Peyton Manning's neck problems and he had to take a season off, which meant they had an absolutely awful season. They went two and fourteen and they were sitting in prime position to pick up Andrew Luck, which at that time was going to be their guy for the next fifteen years. And it was the most amazing set of you've had a dynasty quarterback for like you know, thirteen years, I think it was, and you went to another one that you should have had for about the same length of time. Um yeah. There is this so outside thinking that, you know, maybe the Patriots are going to do this and it would be disgusting for the rest of the league, but...
1: <laughs> Jared Snyder is the, the fourth that, end pick of last right. year. Um, but yes, so just um, for those that don't follow things particularly closely uh, in terms of future quarterback classes and things, the Tank for Trev thing is a reference to Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, who is expected to be the premier quarterback in next year's Draft class, Um, so there's obviously a lot of speculation with Brady moved moved on from the Patriots that Lawrence is maybe going to be their next franchise quarterback um, if they decide that this year they're not going to have such a great year.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's a tricky one because you never. I mean, we 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 were convinced at the beginning of this season that the Dolphins were tanking for Tua. That was the whole thing this year was which yeah. team were all out to to get to i I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce his surname because I can't I can't get it. Um, nope. <laughs> and the, the 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 start that the Dolphins had, which was so awful. I mean, but they own five, and but I mean, it wasn't even close. They were getting wiped off the field. It was oh, just they look
1: like. It wasn't bad in the the four or five years that I've been watching the league, early Dolphins from 2019 are the worst football team that I've watched. Yeah. Um, but they came round at the back end.
0: Still won five, got their stuff together. Flores did come out halfway through the season. So look, we're not deliberately playing bad. That's not the type of operation I run. And he was proven right by the end of the year, which is which is lovely to see. They're still sitting fifth, I think. Yep. On the board. So, you know, they still have a high pick anyway, so they can still go that way if they want. It's not the absolute slam dunk that they had a year ago, but, you know... And, and I mean, that could be what happens with the Patriots this year. They could have... And they've
1: also been... I don't like to say it in, uh, for, talking about injuries and saying fortunate, but they have been fortunate in a way that Tua had his he had a big hip injury um, about, okay. about two thirds of the way through the season last year, yeah. um, so he's gone from being that guy that we expect to go number one to being the second, possibly even third quarterback off the board um, yeah. because Herbert's of the, in the injury concerns.
0: Yeah. And is there, there's another quarterback. I can't remember. There's another one, but he's probably going to come
1: out. first round. Yeah, he's probably going to come yeah. out about the high 20s, something like that. Yeah,
0: but you should still see four quarterbacks yet again going in the first round. I mean, it it, it is the most in demand thing that happens every year because they only hit about 50% of them. It's the average, you know, yeah. first rounders that make a decent ish career for themselves, and the rest of them just fade off and, and get cut and back up job slash game over. So. So we'll see. So,
1: oh, that's it. You look at the four from two years ago. They went in the first round. Obviously, three went in the top ten. You had four went in the top ten actually. So you had Mayfield and Darnold and Allen and Rosen, and then you had Lamar Jackson went at the bottom of the first, Um, and he has turned out to be the best (laughs) of them. Rosen doesn't look like a he's going to ever be a a starting quarterback for any great period of time. Um, Is anyone convinced by Sam Darnold yet? At all, Mm, really? Not
0: quite. No, Hammy frequently speaks to him about it. He's Jets fan. He is not massively keen still. He's not 100% sold on him. I don't think anyone is yet.
1: So, Darnold's probably, he's one of these guys where he's okay. So he's probably going to see out his rookie contract. It's whether he actually gets a big deal after that or whether he becomes one of the perennial backups. Um, Josh Allen, yeah, he looks okay. Um, I would put him as the second of the five that went in that first round at the moment. Um, And then you've got Baker Mayfield, who I think is of a fairly similar standing to Darnold, and that I don't think anyone's wholly convinced by him.
0: No, no, definitely not. So,
1: so there yeah. you've got, of five first-round quarterbacks, you've got one who is a de facto so, or yep. franchise quarterback, another one who's on the sort of cusp of being that. You've Pretty got solid. two who are probably coin flips as to whether they become backups or busts, and then you've mm-hmm. got a bust. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that 50% rate, just even looking at that example of the, the 2018 mm-hmm. quarterback draft class, it, it stands up exactly, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So that kind of so talking about the dolphins and two and whatever, there was again rumours flying around about them trading up for pick number two, and Washington dangling their second overall pick. um they, they are whether they have the answer at quarterback, we don't know. Probably that will appear later on in our Andy Dalton Cam Newton chat, I imagine. But um, there is a lot of rumblings that they they possibly will draft someone this year. Um, that's what Flores probably wanted to do. Um, And through great circumstance, you've got Fitzmagic there who helps. He's he's almost like your perfect bridge quarterback to get you through, you know, (laughs) ramshackle year just so you can actually pick up your guy.
1: Yeah. Um, And you've got, so obviously the trade partner for the Dolphins here, the Washington Redskins, they're obviously a team that have got a new head coach. Um, They're probably one of those teams that are in a position where they're going to want to Move back if they can, build themselves up with a load of picks so that their new head coach can actually have a full reset and go. This is this is his chance to build the team, his team how he wants it to be built, with more draft picks rather than just that one a blue chip piece.
0: Yeah, a proper stockpile and and help yeah shape it the way he wants absolutely makes a lot of sense to do that. So and it's not like they're going down particularly far. They're only moving back three spaces. They're still going to get an absolute slam dunk player there anyway, um, unless they choose to move further back. But even just in this, assuming one for one trade, Dolphins Redskins, they're going to be able to drop back a couple of spaces and pick up either cheekily next year's first or a second or something. You know, some decent out of it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah. With that pick, if they do go up, I think it's probable again. We mentioned it earlier. Is it Tua or is it Herbert? We're assuming Burroughs goes at number one This in this scenario. Um, no one really knows for sure, but, you know.
1: I, I still think it's Tua. Um, I do think he's still going to be the second quarterback off the board. Um, whether it's... I, I also think that it's probably... It is likely that someone's going to jump for him as well. Um, I don't expect to see the Redskins draft at two. Um, on the day, I do think they'll come back and whether it's the Chargers, whether it's the Dolphins, jump up it's, it's most likely it's going to be one of those two um, they're the two teams that are most in need uh, and sort of ready to to bring in their new guy um, yeah. so yeah it's 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 interesting um, I think two will be setting off the board though um, yeah. Yeah. on the night
0: well, not long till we find out. We've got just over three weeks. Um, The draft is, for those, if anyone has missed it, because obviously it was potentially cancelled for a while, then it wasn't happening in LA, then went back on the car. Uh, on, you know, it's definitely going to happen on the 27th, is it? The, that weekend? Yes, yeah, date, the, the dates
1: have unchanged. Um, yeah, I can't but it's going it to be exactly nobody.
0: So. Yeah, there's going to be nobody there. It's all going to be done virtually. It's yeah. it's going to be different to watch. It's going to be just not quite what we're used to. I I really enjoy watching the draft. It's such a strange event for. You know the amount of time that passes for what happens. It's basically like an NFL yeah. game, isn't it? So you yeah. know, a game you've got it goes three and a half hours of of TV time to fit in a sixty minute match. They get thirty two people picked for thirty two teams, and it takes them three and a half four hours on night one. It's just it's mental because yeah. <laughs> they each wait in ten minutes. It's crazy.
1: But then you get we um, see when you watch day three. Day three is a great laugh <laughs> to watch because it's yeah. like a pick every thirty seconds. It's brilliant. And yeah. <laughs>
0: like they pick this person, and you're like, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all the diehards know what's going on, or you get really cool things like. So, do you remember? I don't know if you remember last year when on on day two, um, um, oh, the Colts punter,
1: Pat McAfee,
0: that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. This, you know, he
0: just comes out. He says whatever he. I, I can't remember. I just remember laughing my ass off. I
1: think his his totally comment is obviously the the draft last year was in, in Nashville, uh, yes. home of the, the Titans. Yeah. Um. Uh, Obviously, a rival to the coach. <laughs> yeah. and I think he came out with. <laughs> I think Something he walked onto the stage and said, "Hi, I'm Pat McAfee. You guys don't know who I am because we never punted against you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it, and
0: just little things like you're you know the the world-beating, the most amazing you know best team ever, Indianapolis Colts pick with. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing how he came out and just took the mech out of them. <laughs> but you get cool yeah. little things like happen like that on day two. It's yeah, it's all. Good good fun um so yeah not long to wait for that um so uh another maybe outside chance of a trade which again would involve picks as well it keeps it keeps coming on the cards and going off and it says trent williams where's he going to go most recent one seems to be that uh the
1: browns are in play uh, they've been rumored a few times now yeah so the browns were the big rumor this time last year as well coming into the draft weren't they um so Williams has said he's never playing for the Redskins again. Um, He doesn't trust them after all the medical issues and them misdiagnosing or missing... What was it? Was it was a brain tumour or something like that. It was something fairly severe. Skin cancer, some kind of skin cancer on
0: his head or something. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, I know it was some... Or maybe not cancer, cancer, maybe like a, a lymphoma or something like that. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't happy jabby.
1: Yeah, so th- there is obviously... the. The Redskins need to find a trade partner to get rid of him, um, and just to to end the saga. Um, the Browns continually are are linked with him. It sort of makes sense. He is one of the best in his position in the league. Um yep. and has shown that, a lot. obviously he hasn't played for what, a season and a half now? Something like that. Did he not
0: play the so season before?
1: before? I I know I thought he only maybe had
0: the one season out, but I didn't know if he got injured the season prior because uh, it was in the off season they found this. So he may have played the full eighteen right. seasons. So there's, a full, so there's a full you season at least
1: that he's, he's been one. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, so I surely a trade involving Trent Williams has to happen before this, if not before the draft before the start of the season um, because he isn't going to play for Washington again. The Browns make sense. They've been interested for a long time, although they were first interested when Dorsey was their GM. They've got a, a a new old GM. So the guy they've appointed was he GM before, or he was he certainly been involved with the Browns before in some sort of yeah, I can't changed, remember his
0: name. Changed their whole structure. Where I, this is where I can't remember. It gets too confusing because it's not the traditional setup that they had from last year. They've kind of moved yeah. people around. So the director of player personnel is a bit more involved as the GM, but it's also going to be uh, who went in as head coach. It wasn't Filippo, was it? No.
1: No. Uh okay. uh. Whoever it was, it's
0: gonna get a, it's gonna get a say as well. It's just a bit yeah. I don't I don't actually quite understand it. It just doesn't seem to be as clean a setup as other organizations. But that's what they came out and said. Um, Jimmy Haslam is that yep. the Browns owner? Yeah, he, yep. he wanted to come out and change it and do it his way this time because I think he's just felt the last three four seasons just things haven't gone the way he wants to. Um, yeah. but he started that the sort of front office restructure rather than the team so much and see how that goes. So, yeah. yeah. So it makes a lot of sense if it what happens. I mean, I think a lot of teams are holding out in the fact in the hope that the Redskins just give up on him and, and cut him. Um, if if that's the case, there's going to be a bevy of teams in for him, no brainer. Um, but the Redskins are just playing hardball and thinking just holding on to his contract so no one gets to play against them more than anything else. I yeah, think they... and they're
1: they're better getting something than nothing.
0: We, exactly. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. So. So we'll I mean, see.
1: if if all if, if it was sort of a normal circumstance and you were looking at to trade Trent Williams, you'd be looking at a first rounder. You're not going to get that because of everything else that's going on around it but if they're able to get a second and then a sort of a mid to late round pick alongside that then it's pretty good I business considering the it.
0: situation yeah. uh, you rolled yeah. out for your first last year and even just before the draft last year I think Gav would have said someone gives me a second for him now I'll take it Yeah. Um. Yeah. so you know if, if you still get that now that's actually probably even better value for them considering they ain't getting the first no team has given up the first round pick for them so yeah. yeah, I'll just do a whole night for a second at this point. Anyway, so right, that's kind of that's kind of the draft and, and and you know potential trades and whatnot that have been floating around. Um, onto our, our two biggest off-season question marks that haven't quite been sorted out yet. Um, so we have of of in the quarterback shuffle that happens every off two. Um. In has vacated their spaces, One officially in Cam Newton. Has Dalton
1: actually been released? No, Dalton, the... Dalton is still a Cincinnati no, still Bengal. On, yeah, he's still on I, the Bengals roster. And actually, you know what? I, I said this the other day to um, you guys. I wouldn't be surprised if come week one of the season, Andy Dalton is still the starting quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah? Yeah, he's a good bridge quarterback it's obviously i think it's probably hard where you're a guy like him he's what 32 years old somewhere yeah. around there he's by no means done yeah. um it's hard when a team is going to move on from you and you've been the guy for however long dalton's been the guy for cincinnati um which that's what i suppose that makes the, the him being the starting quarterback in week one, a little less likely. Um, But I think that's going to be his role in the NFL over the next few years, is he's going to be one of these guys, that teams who are making that transition from a quarterback that they don't, they no longer trust, um, but they're looking to draft a rookie and and bring one through. They're going to sign an Andy Dalton, sit the rookie behind him and sort of learn from a solid pro. Andy Dalton, when we talk about quarterbacks in the league, Andy Dalton is always the benchmark of where your sort of minimum standard is, isn't it? It's to be yeah, a solid starting been... quarterback. You want to be, you got to be Andy Dalton. Yep. Anything above that, that's your good guys. Below that, then you're at risk of being dropped. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of been the de
0: facto position for quite a while now. That he is the, he was the benchmark. And there was one, there was one really good season where. There was a lot of serious talk about. Okay, he, he can't be that guy anymore. He's now too good. He's moved up, you know, into the into the. I don't want to say the top ten because you know me and quarterback rankings just doesn't work. So, <laughs> but certainly above We're average James Winston star. 9? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember where did I put him. It's 12, 13, something <laughs> stupid like that, and he had his 30-30 like season, got his eyes fixed, and got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like shut up you know nothing <laughs>
1: um, although I suppose he's he's one that we're missing from this discussion as well because he's not found a landing spot either and he is a free agent
0: yes oh okay right like, mm, okay let's throw him in the mix then just because we're talking about it anyway so we've got Andy Dalton we've got Cam Newton and we've got Mr Winston um, yeah. right so we've already mentioned them the three, the three teams that are 100% in the mix for somebody is obviously the Bengals, because we just talked about them, Dolphins and Chargers. Okay. Yep. The Chargers of San Diego, obviously, not LA. Who's done the Rams have redone their logo, isn't it, recently? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I came off about that because they have not borrowed from the Chargers in any way, shape, or form, have they not? <laughs> just anyway.
1: getting ready for the merger. <laughs>
0: Don't even. Poor Kev you will be livid. <laughs>
1: well, no, and we I discussed will. that with with Kev. Obviously, shout out to Kev, our one of our single figure Both. loyal listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kev said that he actually doesn't mind. As a Chargers fan, I think he's done with the LA move, and it's yeah, he wouldn't mind if they merged.
0: Yeah. He also wouldn't mind if he relocate over and become the London Chargers, and you know LA only goes back to having one team. <laughs> You know, yeah. So, yeah. Um. So you've got three of them in the mix. So some other teams that I've got, uh, I've got a question mark next to. This. So one we mentioned earlier because we weren't sure what their plan was going to be for this year because they've obviously picked up Hoyer and that is the Patriots. Yeah. Um. You got any
1: thoughts of other teams that you're thinking might be in the mix of needing someone? Well, I suppose the other quarterback of a similar vintage that's coming towards the end of his career is Big Ben. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So you, you've got to mention the Steelers and quarterback discussions at the moment. Um, Rudolph isn't their guy. Um, he's not going to be there in the long term, I don't think. Um, but he's I got don't see them. Someone else did he not? Partly. Yeah, he did. All sorts of chaos. And going then he on. came back and came back was, the It was all sorts of weird. Um, I don't see them do, making any moves in the quarterback side of things this year, though. I think though, Pen. Uh, pin their hopes on Roethlisberger having an Indian summer and Mm. having another good year um, after his injury last year and then what did we mention earlier, obviously you've got the Raiders but they've picked up Marcus Mariota so they look set, you've got the Redskins but they traded for Kyle Allen
0: Um, so
1: they've got a couple of, Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins, I'm not sure they're set but again they're not going to make any more quarterback moves this year are they? Um, Probably not and then you're going to throw in the Broncos because when you're having a quarterback discussion, you've got to throw in the, <laughs> the Broncos, don't you?
0: One hundred uh, percent. Because the for for all that uh, Elway did good in his career, the one thing he has not been able to do is find somebody to play the position that he plays. Well, uh, yes. so, so that, that in all seriousness,
1: the they drafted the guy in the first round last year. He's going to have a few years to to have That's a shot. True. Um, good luck. Drew Locke, yeah, um, uh, he's, he spent yeah, a lot. They, they, of, he just spent, spent
0: time on IR last year as well. I think. Yeah, he was a bit injured as well, but he did. He came. Did he not play like the last couple of games of the season? I think he was on IR boomerang, and they got him back and they tried him out for a bit. And they've seen enough at that point to go right. Okay, you're the guy this year because Flacco got released, which everyone could see happening. Anyway, Flacco, I don't think he's in. He's not really in this discussion. The main two is Andy Dalton, Cam Newton. They're the ones that you could see going and starting somewhere yes.
1: yeah Flacco now is a backup carousel type guy I think, um, yeah, he and he's probably yeah he's probably been replaced in the starter circle by Teddy Bridgewater so Bridgewater and yep. Flacco have substituted that that
0: makes yeah. sense yep what happens with James Winston whether he gets a starting gig or whether he has to no. decide he's going down a tier and he becomes backup for a few years or just takes what money he's earned and, and just doesn't play anymore who knows I'm not sure about him Um, but yeah, so, so can you, can you realistically see any of these teams other than, obviously you mentioned Dalton staying at the Bengals, which actually makes a lot of sense because in a, in a roundabout way, if you think of the current world situation, the fact that nobody can see each other, there's going to be difficulty learning playbooks, off seasons kind of disappearing rapidly and potentially even training camp may not go ahead in its usual fashion. If you've got somebody who already knows kind of enough about the building and the system and the players, playing them is going to make things a lot easier. So that's a yep. lot, of the, lot of the thinking behind Kyle Allen getting traded to the Redskins. He knows Ron Rivera's system. Yes, he shouldn't be the de facto starter. It is definitely a quarterback competition between him and Haskins, who should be the, the number, you know, he should be the number one guy because this is year two for him. They drafted him the first round last year, but having that player that knows the system, it makes it really easy. That if the longer the the sort of lockdown goes on, the easier it is for them to go the beginning of the season right just to get it started. Alan, you go in, whatever. So then Bengals yeah, would have. Huff-
1: and I mean, it's going to be weird when it comes around to the season because the chances are we're probably going to miss the majority of the off season work. So, if you take Redskins as an example, well, sort of more widely, that division this the way that this is working out, the Philadelphia Eagles are the so strong favorites for that division next year, if we lose all the offseason work because they're settled. The other three teams in that division, the Giants, the Cowboys and the Redskins, have all got new head coaches. They're all trying to implement new systems. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Right and enough. they're going to have no off-season work to be able to do that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It so is, it's going to be really interesting when you come into exactly. to next yeah. year.
0: Right. So so you've met you. So you mentioned Dalton to the Bengals. Can you see then, uh Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, or Jameis Winston at any of these other teams this season?
1: Jameis Winston backup job somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, but I can't think where. Or mm. maybe a uh, week three, four, free agency signing after.
0: What, if somebody goes, somebody down, goes down? You pick yeah. Yes, okay. That may, yeah, yeah. That actually, that's, let's go. Um, that, that's into out.
1: Cam Newton, maybe similar. I mean, the issue we have with... Uh, the Chargers seems the most obvious fit for Cam Newton, but they don't have very much cap space to make it happen. So they would have to... They would have to backload a deal mm-hmm. um, because they're t- tight for cap in year one. Cam Newton isn't a guy that you want to backload a deal on. Because no. of his injury problems that he's had the flight, he's a guy that you want to give a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal to, so that if it doesn't work out, you're not oh, murdered no, by, with uh, yeah. with dead money. Dead money, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I sort there's... of see a fit for Cam as well.
0: Is there the question also on this? Because he's Newton himself seems to be... He's been very quiet so far, which is really quite funny. If you think about the way he's been his whole career, he's got a bit of a mouth on him. Not, not always in a negative way. He just, you know, he's just a bit of a talker. He's been strangely quiet since he's been injured. He's not said a lot. He's not come out and be like, "Oh man, they, you know, they've done me a bad one. I'm so disappointed." Blah blah. He's yeah, but yeah, is he's it, not talking the talk. Is it
1: that he's been? He's not really been a talker. In he's not. He's never been one to come out with huge public statements himself. I think he gets. He maybe gets that reputation because of how his press conferences are. <laughs> Rather than someone that—that's all about what he's wearing. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot, a lot of the time it is. But is he a guy that comes out sort of during the week with some outrageous statements? Mm, yeah, I'm I suppose not. Sure not.
0: He yeah, he's no. He was very early in his career. He was. Um, he had that that nice level of arrogance i'll call it where he just he played on pure confidence and he was the guy he was like yep. you can't beat me i will steamroller over you because he was th- you know the new model of this running quarterback yeah, built different size of linebacker. yeah and pe- teams were like what are we going to do about this guy and he he took that to heart and not in a massively negative way it was just it was supremely confident teetered on that 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 level of arrogance you can get away with um um, I suppose he doesn't have that anymore. It's almost like he's lost his swagger in a bit, but maybe that's him just moving from young and fresh-faced nonsense to
1: established, sensible professional, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he... I mean, he's, maybe it's he's, like, it, 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 with injuries and everything. His game isn't the same as what it was. He's not yeah. that all-action quarterback anymore. He's more a... Uh, he's, he's still not quite your traditional pocket passer, but he's much closer to that than he was when he started.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And has his whole demeanour changed as he's regressed into a more traditional quarterback, possibly. Yeah.
0: Interesting nonetheless, and something to keep an eye on over the next few yeah. weeks, whether there's any movement pre-draft or or even post draft just to see what happens, or are, are these guys destined to become as you sort of pointed out earlier on, they are the the backup option should something happen at the beginning of the season, and all of a sudden there's there's a need in the market, and that's when people yeah. start moving again.
1: If I was to pin my hat on it, I'd say Dalton stays where he is. The other two still free agents come the start of the season.
0: Calling it now. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> Cool. So that's, that's kind of the big topics. Then I think we were going to blather around this week. Um, one other little nugget: you've been uh, you've been filling a bit of time during the quarantine watching uh, some of the um, NFL uh, Game Pass stuff, haven't you? Yeah.
1: So anyone that doesn't know NFL Game Pass is free at the moment until the end of May. I think it is that you get it for nothing. Yep. Um, definitely recommend checking it out. You can go back and watch any game you want, pretty much. There's so much content on there. Um, what I've been filling my time with is the a Football Life series. These documentaries are brilliant. I love them. Um, and there's loads and loads of them. Um, so previously I'd watched... Bill Belichick's got a two-part one, um, which is brilliant. Bruce Arians is good. Um, obviously, me being a Cardinals fan, I tend to gravitate towards... Guys with sort of cardinal sister so Larry Fitzgerald got his one done a couple of years ago, that was good. Um, I watched what uh, Pat Tillman's as well. Um, obviously, a, a very noteworthy name. Um, in terms yeah, that's of that's one I, this, I, I've not this, seen yeah. it, and
0: I want to see that one actually. Yeah,
1: Um so anyone that doesn't know, so he was a Safety for the Cardinals. Um, he gave it up to enlist in the U.S. Army, and he was killed in battle in Afghanistan in 2004. Um, yeah, definitely a worthwhile watch there. Uh, other ones I'd watched: Willie McGinnis, uh, Jerry Jones. Who do you know? What I I really like Jerry Jones. <laughs> Just funny when
0: you get you you get to see like a different side of someone, and someone who. Just you've kind of off the cuff, almost hated in general, is because he's got that—he's almost got like a cartoon villain nonsense about Yeah, him. you know, he's the league. You know, he's he's the the most outspoken and outrageous of the GMs, and blah blah blah. You know, love to hate him, and you know he won't—he wouldn't give up the Dallas Cowboys for anything. He doesn't know. He keeps paying too much for his players, and he doesn't know when to you know when to move on and st- stop getting involved and all that nonsense about him. But then you see him on this, and you get a different side in him, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, okay, he's not that bad. <laughs>
1: A lot of people who watch the NFL, who maybe listen to this, would not be watching the NFL if Jerry Jones hadn't bought the Dallas Cowboys. He has had such an effect on the league.
0: True, he is. Uh, I mean, they kind of almost have a multiple, you know, a, a tiered system in the, in the owners' categories. They yeah. have your established top tier vets. So you've got Your Jones, Hunt, your craft. Yeah. Yep. Robert Craft at the periods. And 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 guys that have been around for a long time or or families that have owned franchises for a long time. Uh, Steelers on Art Rooney, Um yeah. things like that. And and they kind of almost are the the dons. <laughs> You know, like the, the Illuminati as they are. of, and, and kind of what they say goes almost. And then the new GMs slowly build up into that over. So not GMs, the owners build up into that yeah. over several years. Uh, like the Mara family when they were in charge of the giant. I don't know if they still are. I think they still are. Maybe it's the son now rather than the older. But old older Mr. Mara, when he was in charge of the giant, he was part of that total elite as well. And they kind of, what they say generally goes. And Jones is very much a part of that.
1: Um, and then the other I watched Chris Collinsworth last night as well which again another one I haven't watched any of these documentaries and not enjoyed it Um, so I would thoroughly recommend that you A go and check out Game Pass and get yourself signed up and get your free access to it and fill some of your time with these Football Life documentaries they're brilliant
0: it's a good way to pass the time over the next couple of months that's for sure
1: Yeah. cool Uh, so any last thoughts? Uh, no I think that's us
0: Cool, you want to do that amazing sign out that you're very good at doing, and I am hopeless at doing. The one that
1: I messed up last time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for me to mess up the intro. I was like, I haven't done it for so long. <laughs> it's like yeah, guaranteed to right, so- go wrong. I think I got away with it just.
1: <laughs> I think you know. I think you are okay today, right? So, Steve, where can people find you?
0: They can find me at Stephen Housewright on the Facebook, at Wise Pranker on Twitter, or as always, as you will point out through the American Football Cast.
1: Yep, so you can find me at AndrewDHD on Twitter. You can find us at the AF Cast on Twitter or search The American Football Cast on Facebook. Thank you ever so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Like, share, review, tell your friends, and we will speak to you again in a few weeks' time. You've been listening to another great podcast from the Fair City Podcast Network, a group dedicated to connecting and developing podcasts. Check out fcpod.net for more great podcasts and content.